0: I was watching a, an interview with uh, an American priest, He's, uh, um, he has an, an, kind of an online uh, series of, of talks now for, for Advent, uh, and uh, he just introduced himself, and look, it's very American, admittedly, but he introduced himself and he said, my name is Father Josh, and um, I love baseball, love coffee, and, and I love Jesus, <laughs> right, and it was just, the way he said it just like that, I just thought, it just really struck me. How awkward or maybe even stoic we Irish men are when it comes to uh, expressing, using that word for God. Love. Do you know what I mean? I believe Jesus exists. I believe God exists. I believe in God. Those kind of things we don't have too much trouble saying. But to say, I love God, that's kind of pushes. To say, I love Jesus, that's just Protestant. that's, that's That's like, that's gone so far. We just, no, no, that's not within our radar at all, mate. And yet... And yet, it, just, it just, just, just doesn't really kind of fit us. And yet, like one day, as we keep saying here, one day we will find ourselves before the Lord. You're going to see him face to face. And I, I think, and I know even my own family, like my, my brother, he's just spent some time back at home. He was uh, He lives in England. He was at home for a while. And even as he was leaving, like, it's just my family as well. I just, just... You know, I mean, I do love the guy. I just, I never tell him. <laughs> I just, I don't think I've ever told him, ever. But it's just, I just not really, it, it's not very natural for me or for us. Do you know what? Like, I give the two-handed pat on the back thing. <laughs> I, but to say, I love you, Thomas, I just, I don't know. It just, it's just sounds strange. Uh, but there is actually, there's kind of almost, there's nothing more important. There's nothing more important than getting our relationship with the Lord Right. And being able to actually just, be, just just lay it out, just be honest about it, not just believe that the Lord exists, but to actually have a living relationship with Him. I remember once it was it was a really really sad discussion I had with a, a lady of a certain age, and um, as in like upper end of the age spectrum, and uh, and she said, "Sure, sure Father, look at I me." Mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're all going to heaven. and I said, "Well." I said, no, like, it doesn't really work like that. I said, we have to, you know, we have to want heaven. We have to, we have to love the Lord. If we just kind of presume we're going to get there, like, if I just presume I'm a good priest because I've got a collar, if I just, you know, presume I'm a good husband because I've got a ring, it's not really the way it works. You have to actually do things. It's just, ah, oh, sure, Father, I've never done any harm. I've never killed anyone. Now, I knew some of this lady's background, so I, I actually knew that wasn't the case. I, I knew it was not the case that she had done no harm. I knew that she had been a, a cause of great division amongst her own sons and daughters and took very little interest in her grandkids. Never offered to, to babysit or take care of her, but lived 20 years just kind of feeling sorry for herself and taking care of herself. So it was just, you know, and I just thought, it's actually, it's really, really risky to say, sure, Father, means I mean, sure, we're all going to heaven. I've done no harm. Because we're not judged by our standards, you see. I'm not judged by what Father Patrick thinks is right or wrong. I'm judged by God's standards. That's the way it is, the way it always has been. It's the way it is for everyone. So presuming heaven is just so, so risky, because what if we are wrong? What if we're wrong? We presume salvation, and what if we're wrong? That's one cataclysmic mistake. On the other hand, like building up our our relationship here on earth with the Lord and learning and kind of striving, wanting to get to that place where I can say, Lord, I love you. Do you know I when I look, when I think of of how you've emptied yourself out of love for me, how you've died on a cross for me, how you've given yourself to me so humbly in the Blessed Sacrament, and how maybe for years I received you with no love and practically no belief. Just did it out of habit, because that's what you do. And and now that Kind of, as such the veil has been lifted and, I, and I, I'm beginning to see a little more of the truth I realise my goodness what have I been doing how far short of the mark have I been and God willing in two or three years time you'd have yet another realisation that even where you thought you were so you're up from there to there now you're here then in a couple of years time you have another revelation go genie what have I been doing from back here because there's more there's always more we can always do more for the Lord which doesn't mean more and more time given to prayer necessarily um, that can be maybe necessary too that we give more time to prayer but it's, it's often more a, a deeper intensity in prayer not just quantity but quality that in prayer I actually meet the Lord and it's it's, it's, it's kind of it's uh, I was talking to another person recently and we were talking about prayer and how prayer works and I just got this little image and I said uh, I said if you imagine yourself like the, the person was a, of the feminine type a lady. And I said, if you just imagine, like, if you're sitting on a park bench, right, with your dearly beloved husband, and you're looking out at the swans and throwing out a little bit of bread every now and again, and swans are eating and swimming, and and joggers run past, and, I mean, a little breeze blows through your freshly permed hair. (laughs) And you're sitting there with your husband. I mean, are you, are you communicating? Well, in a way, yes. You know, like just sharing the moment together is like just being together. Sharing the experiences, sights, sounds, smells. It, 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 it's, it's being present to the other person as well. Like, it's, I'm sharing this moment with you. And that's often what prayer is like. It's, it's, it's not necessarily, it's not always about conversation, conversation, conversation. Communication is important too. But just, it's often just being with the Lord. Just, sharing this, this time with him, sharing a moment with him. And I think he speaks in our hearts more than we realize, and maybe more than we'd like to admit. Where, where He says to us, like, he calls us to more, or points out that something needs to be changed, or this person needs to be forgiven. He does speak to us. He does speak to us. But not in terms of words. I think it's, it's easier to understand it in terms of almost light. It's like he illuminates your conscience. He illuminates your heart that you begin to just simply see and know the truth. It's just, there it is. I know I have to forgive that person. No one needs to convince me. I don't need a list of arguments as to why or why not. I simply know I'm supposed to. That's kind of how God often speaks to us. It's just this kind of this light, this, this understanding, this knowledge, this truth. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's all hinged on, on this, this relationship with him. And what a, a beautiful gift it is to be able to say so simply that, Jesus, look, I, I do love you. Uh, remember years ago, uh, someone sent me a link to a video on the YouTube of, a, I think he's Scottish, a fellow named Danny MacAskill. And he is an absolutely unreal cyclist or stunt cyclist. Um, so <clears throat> he's cycling across Scotland, but yeah doing all sorts of ridiculously dangerous stunts so you know like park benches beside a sea beside the sea so he cycles up and then lands on the top rail to so the back the, the rail that holds your back up lands on the back rail on his back wheel bounces around then bounces off then does the same to the rail that looks over the cliff you know like the, the rounded rail so jumps on the bike lands on the back wheel on the rail and then finds a rock and yeah does the same, he jumps onto, have you seen it? He jumps, jumps onto te- telephone boxes. Then with turf, right, with turf, because he's in Scotland, with turf, he builds this ramp where he cycles on the wall. So the wall that's vertical, he cycles that way. Obviously, you have to do it very fast or you fall off very quickly. So you just cycle up really fast and then just cycle on the wall and down. Anyway, crazy stuff. But there's one little scene. It's, it's, it's a millisecond where when he's bouncing around on, on the top of one of these uh, benches you see his arm, and it's black and blue, <laughs> because obviously in the video edit that we see, we see all the successes. You don't see the 20 falls that went beforehand, the 20 times he missed. Right? He's absolutely battered on his arms from falling. And so I think often in our spiritual lives, like we, we, we want things to go well, we want to go like, from prayer experience and prayer high to prayer high. But there will, be, there will be moments when we fall. There will be moments when, when our faith isn't what it should be. There will be moments when we have an opportunity to testify to our faith and we fall short of it. There are moments when we, when we, we should immediately forgive and, and we, we harbor the, the, the hurt or the, the unforgiveness for, for longer than we should. So falling, falling is a possibility. Failing cannot be falling is a possible it's possible that we'll fall along the way but failing overall that simply cannot be a possibility we cannot allow that to happen we cannot allow ourselves to risk heaven we cannot allow ourselves to fail in this greatest of battles this most important of relationships we cannot fail we cannot allow it to happen and so on this saturday when we're meditating in a particular way our blessed ladies unity with Jesus and her expectation for the coming Saviour. We entrust ourselves to her. St. Louis-Marie de Montfort describes her as the most perfect way, the easiest way, the safest way, and the shortest way to the heart of Our Lady. If we remain with her, I think we can consider her the guarantee of our salvation, not because of us, not because we're so amazing and wonderful and talented and holy, but because of our humility, where we do not rely on ourselves, but on the greatness of the giants that have gone before us, the greatest of whom, in her humility, being our Blessed Lady. So we ask that she will guide us to an ever more profound relationship with her Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, whom we love. Amen.